Good morning. You know, in our first reading, Elijah had been faithful to the Lord, but Israel had not been faithful. They used violence against God's people and his prophets. Elijah himself is isolated. He's in danger of death and has prayed that God will release him from his earthly mission and take him to his heavenly home. God responds to his request by naming his successor. Elijah's act of throwing his mantle over the shoulders of Elisha links him with Elijah as a servant. A mantle is a garment, a full cape, that extends to the ground and fastens at the neck. Elisha will later respond to Elijah's position and will gain great prophetic power. Elisha's response of destroying his plow and oxen signifies a radical change from his former way of life. And he goes on to become one of the greatest prophets of all time. In the second reading, Paul's letter to the Galatians, he said, if you go on biting and devouring one another, beware that you are not consumed by one another. Could this be a stern and severe warning against war? How many times do we have to be told the golden rule, love your neighbor as yourself? The intensity of our discipleship is measured by how we allow faith to seep into all areas of our lives, the way that we live our daily lives, the way we recreate, the way we play, the way we deal with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And now in this critical time, of importance the way we even vote. We must always vote with a Catholic Christian value against any and all platforms that support ideals that are intrinsically wrong. An intrinsic evil is an act that by its own nature is immoral. It is a serious sin to deliberately endorse or promote any intrinsic evil or action. Some examples of intrinsic evils or disorders are blasphemy, murder, abortion, contraception, euthanasia, fornication, adultery, practicing homosexuality, human cloning, and embryonic stem cell research. The whole law is truly fulfilled in one statement, and the message of our second reading is clear. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. In today's gospel, in obedience to the will of Almighty God, and even though that he knew that going through Jerusalem, or to Jerusalem through Samaria, was forbidden and that he had placed himself in great danger, Jesus decided to go to Jerusalem through Samaria. 
if we are not Bible scholars, or at least have a good understanding of the Bible, we have no idea why the Samaritan people would not welcome Jesus and his followers on his way to Jerusalem. The truth of the matter is the most direct route from Galilee to Jerusalem is through Samaria. But most Jews avoided that route because there was a century-old quarrel between the Jews and the Samaritans. And therefore, the Samaritans did everything they could to discourage Jewish pilgrims and Jews passing through their territory to include doing them physical harm and even killing them. Even so, Jesus decided to travel south through Samaria on his way to Jerusalem. He wanted to teach his disciples the lesson of love, patience, and tolerance. For Jesus to take this unusual route to find the hospitality in a Samaritan village was extremely unusual. But he did this to extend the handship, the hand of friendship, to the people who were traditionally his enemies. But the Samaritans refused his offer of hospitality and friendship. When they would not welcome him, his disciples, the sons of thunder, James and John, asked Jesus if they should call down fire from heaven to consume them. This was imitating Elijah, who called down fire to consume the king's men who were in pursuit of him, to capture him and kill him in two kings. James and John probably thought that they were doing the righteous thing when they offered to call down fire from heaven. But Jesus would not permit it. In his rebuke, he reminds his disciples that his is not a way of destruction, but a way of mercy, love, and peace for all mankind. This is also a very great lesson for us today. Our tolerance must not be based on indifference, but on love and friendship of our brothers and sisters. I love this quote from Abraham Lincoln, who said to his counselors, who were recommending, recommending that he destroy all of his enemies. Don't I destroy my enemies when I make friends of them? Don't I destroy my enemies when I make friends with them? In the second passage of today's gospel, Christ teaches and illustrates the pitfalls of Christian volunteerism when he says to the first volunteer that he would be willing to follow Jesus wherever he would go. To him, he says that he must be ready to commitment of poverty and to suffer and endure all kinds of trials and tribulations. And then he tells him also what he himself has to endure. He doesn't even have a place to rest his head. He had been driven out of Nazareth, disregarded by the Galileans, rejected in Samaria, and threatened with death 
in Jerusalem, Jesus truly experienced poverty. Christ's love has no boundaries and is open to all God's children. In our daily lives, we must imitate him by our good Catholic Christian example of love and forgiveness. We must be willing to accept and help our brothers and sisters, not only in our own communities here around Covington, but wherever poverty and hopelessness and the need exists. For people who are offensive to us, we must not follow the example of James and John, but instead extend the olive branch of Jesus, of peace and love and forgiveness, even to those who we have been maliciously silent towards, fighting with or having difficulty with. Do these things and you too will be following the example of love, forgiveness, and tolerance Jesus proclaimed all his earthly life. Remember his own words, he who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Amen.